Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and it's Happy New Year to everybody. 2017. This is seven years I've been doing radio shows, and they said it couldn't be done. I have no idea. But it goes by so fast, and I said I, I was listening to the message. It says, wonderful group of hosts. I think you're all probably wondering where everybody is. Everybody will be back. I've been the only one lately that's been on, but everybody will be back, hopefully. Um, I talked to Virginia today, my partner here, and she's in Utah, and she will be back. Uh, we'll, both of us are going to have a show together, hopefully, uh, like we used to do, uh, probably on Monday nights, once a week or once a month together. Um, and that's probably where we'll catch up on everything. We haven't done that for a long while. And Willow Cross, I hope you're feeling better. She's been ill. Uh, Elizabeth Black will be back. And um, I hope Bethany, uh, Cassandra will be back. Dane, I hope everybody will be back, but I will be here as always. And we have a great show today. Um, Randall Dark is on with us again, and he's going to be like a regular. We'll have to make him a host one of these days. Uh, hi, Randall. How are you? I am fantastic, and Happy New Year. And again, thank you for having us on your show. Oh, this is great. Okay, and you have brought me, once again, somebody very inspirational, and um, you're going to do a documentary with, and it's Jeanette Arsenault. And uh, do you want to tell everybody a little bit about what you do, and then we'll bring Jeanette out and... Um, how this came to happen, and she's very inspirational, and um, everybody's going to enjoy her. She does so many things. I mean, I've been reading up on her for several days. So I'm glad she took the time to be with us. Randall, tell everybody what you do, which is everything. Okay, I'm a, things. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm blessed. I, I, I've had a, uh, you know, a, an interesting career. I'm a basically I'm a writer, director, producer, and I started my career in theater many, many, many years ago, and I think I said too many many there, but it's, it was <laughs> we'll, a while. Right. Delete. And, we'll and, delete a couple. <laughs> delete. Delete. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and I w- I'll jump back to my beginning of my theater career uh, in a moment. But after I did theater, I got involved in in high definition, and I was lucky enough to be one of the pioneers of high definition TV, HD TV. And, and the secret to my success, and Jeanette is, is a perfect example of it, is I work with amazingly gifted and talented people. And 
even though I, I do have some talent, the fact that I, I can work with people like Kristen Cox, no, actually she's now Kristen Dark, I, she was such an amazing producer, I went, I want to marry this girl. So Kristen, one of the reasons why my documentaries and my movies have been so good um, is Kristen was my producer for many, many of them. Um, then I met a gentleman that, called Fred Miller. That's something new. You've, you've shared something new. With, you oh, never really oh, good. talk about that. Yeah, that's a good well, thing. Yeah, so so I, and then another producer I worked with was Fred Miller, who I did the movie Angel Sing with in a Baylor University project. Um, and with Fred, I met people like you know. Um, well, I, I knew them earlier, but I brought them to the project with Scott Rankin and Sharon Rankin, who helped make Angel Sing a movie happen. And then I met Elizabeth Avalon on the movie, who is everyone knows. You know, she's very famous. She was married to Robert Rodriguez, and she did all the Spy Kid movies and. And and working with people throughout my career that are very talented has made my job so much easier. And many years ago, I met this incredibly gifted young woman um, who's going to be speaking in a minute, and she and I worked on a musical that I wrote and directed called Starboy. And she brought many things to the table, youth, exuberance, raw talent, a beautiful singing voice, and the way that she would take lyrics and make them her own. And, and you know, we, we have an album. We created an album with it. It's vinyl, actually. But one of the stories I want to tell is during the musical, um, she sang a song called Hollow at the Heart. And it was... It took your breath away when she, because the, the title of the song is Hollow at the Heart, which tells you she has a lost love and she's hurting. And the lyrics were, the, the music has stopped and I can't hear a sound. And in the middle of her performance, she would sing those words and then stop singing and look out to the audience. And that moment was one of the best moments in the musical because wow. everyone was looking yeah. at her. There was no yeah. music. There was no singing because her pain was so powerful, she couldn't mm. do anything. It paralyzed her. And then she broke into song right after that. It was just a mm. – I, I just loved that moment she did in the musical, and, and I just wanted to bring it up because it just leads into saying, this woman we're about to talk to is unbelievably talented. You, and I'd like to introduce her and, and – and, Jeanette, tell us what you're doing and what's happening. Let me just wait, wait for your little <laughs> memory tears here, Randall. <laughs> I had no idea that you felt that way at that particular time, and I specifically remember embodying that moment because wow. it didn't make sense to me to have any sound when you say it. When you, it was a beautiful song. I was so privileged to sing it. But I had no idea. <laughs> See, this is what you find. This is what you find. These little. This is what happens when you get on a show and you talk, you know, live. And when you're with people, you know, things that you know you don't think somebody thinks about, they do, and that makes it all oh worthwhile. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I have to say that Randall gave me um, my big break, if you like, with with the wonderful show that he had written and directed and produced, and and uh, was called Starboy. And I think there are pieces of it um, appearing here and there now in social media, which I'm happy to see. And I played um, um, the innocent little Christine character, and it was really my first role in in a musical that uh, was able to learn my chops and learn while I was performing in Ottawa. 
and I thank you, Randall, for that opportunity. It's it's um, it really helped shape where I wanted to go in music. And you you, uh-huh. you were born in Canada, right? You're you're both actually right. Can I, You were born in Canada, right? Yeah, I was born in Canada. Randall, yeah. you're you're a Canadian boy too. Yes. Yeah, I I, I was yeah. born in a place called Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. So go figure. Yeah, I love that name. <laughs> That's what I, I was born in in Hamilton, Ontario, not far from Toronto. But my my roots are Acadian. My parents are French Acadians from Prince Edward Island, the eastern part of Canada. You oh, so all right. So and Randall, you've been here. You, I, you've been a lot of places, Randall. Though, too. And I think I could. I you know from you. I know you were in Israel. You were a lot of. You've been oh. You know many places, so I think you that helps a lot when you're doing documentaries, right? I'm sure to have been in so many other places, you know, not just one place. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it helps. Well, yeah, yeah. When when I was young, I I promised myself uh, that I wouldn't stay in a city more than five or six years. And, and being a rainmaker, being someone that that you know, I was writing, directing, producing, and opened my own company. So. Wherever I go, I do whatever I did. And back then it was producing, directing theater. So I lived in Toronto. Uh, I lived in New York City. I lived in Los Angeles. I've lived in um, Calgary. I worked out of Banff. Um, you know, so, you know, there's probably six other cities I forgot to mention. But <laughs> my point my point is that if you, you've got to be inspired. And, and I live in Austin and, and being in Austin and the rolling hills of Austin and the music scene, being in Austin, I'm inspired daily because you go down Sixth Avenue and there's musicians singing and playing and there's it's a it's a very creative community. You can't be an island in the biz in this business. And a lot of people will go, well, you know, I don't need anyone. No, you need people. It's it's teamwork yeah. that that furthers you along. I, I agree and, you know, on that too. You know, and it does help when you're, you know, like I live in Chicago. So we were on Michigan Avenue for the holidays. We were walking around, and I just going, I really love this place, you know. And uh, because, you know, and in some of my screenplays and my books, you know, I just talk about that a lot. But you know, it's good when you you see like so many different kinds of people, and people are singing. They're, you know, I mean, they portray Chicago like you can't walk down any street, which is not true. <laughs> I'm here to say that. It's not true. You can enjoy walking down Michigan Avenue. You can go on State Street. All the places that, you know, people see movies from and documentaries on Chicago. I mean, there's a lot said about Chicago, but, you know, sometimes it's not in the best way, you know. So I think, you know, you as a documentary, you know, um, this is what you do for a living. When you're involved in one, you see more than most. You go beyond that. And so... You know, I just want to ask before Jeanette comes out, what, how do you decide what you want to do a documentary on? Because this is well, very, me, you know, important to you. Yeah, I get I get inspired. Like when Kristen Cox um, brought me the Project Macario's The Rising Tide, and that was about um, going to the Dominican Republic and telling the story of, you know, why do you educate children? Why do you feed children? You know, you know how do you how do you help them? overcome poverty so you look at stories that are meaningful that are impactful that could inspire people or change people's view and that's why uh, I'm so excited to be working uh, on this new project because I believe it's got the heart 
to inspire people. I believe it's got the the essence to to not only be entertaining, yes, and educational, yes, but at the end of the day, when you see Mercario, so you see what we're about to do, well, hopefully we get to do, um, people take action. I don't want people to be passive. We're, we live in such a passive society right now where we sit and we go on the Internet and we have Facebook and yep. LinkedIn and, and we, we don't, we don't, there's need to be a call to action and, and what we want to do is a call to action through this documentary. I think that's a good well, you know, thing. Yeah. Can I just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, we definitely yeah. want you to talk. <laughs> definitely. <So. laughs> oh, I'm just so happy that you're discussing things with two very creative people that uh, I want to hear all that, that you have to share also. But, Randall, I think that was, you know, that was well said. A lot of people um, sit back and watch the world go round. And, you know, I think everybody is called now more than ever. You know, doing nothing is not an option. Do something. One little thing makes a difference right. now. It does matter. It does matter. And, you know, I think by, you know, the way things are right now, the way people are talking to each other on Facebook and Twitter, and it's really not a good thing for anybody. You know, I think that, you know, quality action of people helping each other and being nice to each other, and I do not know what happened to everybody. You know, I mean, it is, you know. It's like and it's been people, hijacked or something. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah. this is really bad, and I think that's why a project like this, I mean, there are – so many people, you know, I know that you were talking about being a caregiver and, you know, last, um, what was that, probably about two weeks now that I did with PTSD, um, we had uh, um, Peggy on yes, and she was that. talking about yeah. her husband and she's going to come yeah. on again. And, you know, I mean, I think the world needs to hear about these things because I really think that people have forgotten that, like you said, you have to move out of just the Internet and, you know, what you do there. You have to get out and see people and see what's really happening. And if you, you know, go to a, you know, a residence where there are people with that are disabled or are aged and, you know, aging and, you know, I think that wouldn't be a bad idea to see and go like, you know what, I feel good today because I am okay. You know, as opposed, not everybody doesn't feel great every day, but you don't have what some other people have that really they can't even get out. Yeah, and I think it's getting to the point now, actually, where you either are touched by the disease or your family member is or you know somebody close who is. I yeah. really, truly have seen that this, this accelerant or accelerating of of you know, either cancer or some sort of diseases um, that are just, it's like a sub-community within the hospitals right now of, of well, people right. Yeah, who I, are I affected so. and whose family are affected. Yeah, more so than ever. I don't know. Maybe it's always been that way, but I'm seeing it more because of what life has brought in my on my plate, you know. So I'm more aware and, of it. And that comes know. to the point of you have a lot on your plate, and you you know, your music is very inspirational. This is an important part. I don't think people realize how inspirational music can be and how that brings together people more it, than it they know. It can be a lifeline. Yeah. And, yeah. and I actually I learned that lesson a long time ago before all these things have befallen, you know, in my life, where a woman said that she took one of my songs as they were rushing her husband to, in an ambulance to the hospital with a heart attack, not knowing if she'd get him. And it just so happened that one of the songs on one of my albums was one of her favorites. And she just put it on repeat for the whole hour. That's going to make me cry again. The whole yeah. half hour's ambulance drive to the yeah. hospital, wondering if her husband was going to make it. 
And she just, it, to me, it showed the power of music yeah. in real life, not just, oh, that's a pretty song. But some people embrace. You might just write that song or write that book or write that that movie. And you never know, oh, right? What's whatever. See, that's the thing. You know, like I think a lot of yeah. times people go like, oh, if you know, if you're talking to the publishers, they want to know, or, or the screen or the producers, you know, does it jump out at you, whatever. But you know, if if it touches mm-hmm. people's heart, I think, which is mm-hmm. in Randall's movie, you know, the one uh, yeah. for Christmas, you know, I mean, and. I I think I've talked to a lot of people because they know that I love Lifetime movies, but that is one of the best ones because it's not it's Aww. so it's a lot deeper than most of them, and I think people exactly. it's a good thing to go deeper. And it's no, thank you. You know, I mean, and you know, they 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 have done. You know, they used to go a lot deeper. They're not as deep anymore, and so I keep saying, "What are they doing?" I mean, it's like I feel like I they, they keep taking the, formula, the same. I think. Oh my God! But yeah. they keep taking the same yeah. characters and putting them in different situations. Yeah. And I mean, sometimes it's like you a see manual, the, the, now. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I, you know, I've tried to write movies, but I've tried to write, for them, but it does not work for me because it's it is a formula now. And but you know, Randall's yours was not, and that's why. Well, that's probably why, honey. You know, uh, Harry Connick did it, and Connie. You know, I mean, because mm-hmm. it's not the usual script that they would get. Yeah, for a and they, they, were, they were happy. Yeah. Yeah, it, it has great hearts, movie. and I think that's what people feel when I write songs from my head. You know, I know what line would make that person cry. I know what line will get attention. Those songs have a very short shelf life. When I write something that I'm feeling or from my heart, and when, Randall, when you did your movie, From the Heart, people feel this invisible link or invisible sensation or invisible whatever you want to call it. Maybe call it soul. Yeah. And I think if you feel something when you're reading a book, and even when you're writing it, if you feel there something, you then your audience will yeah. feel it. You know, exactly. uh, and I think that's what people sometimes they stay away from that. But it's really good to feel emotion. You know, sometimes you know you don't want to see a, a movie that's intense, but then sometimes you go like, yes, I. Right. You know, you have to see one. You know, and there's a, there's several out now. You know, Manchester by the Sea. That that's so emotional. And then there's Fences. I mean, there's a lot. You know, um, of movies out there, and you know. And sometimes when you see it on a big screen, it just really, you know, I still love that. You know, it's for me. Yeah. But, uh, well, it really you know, this is what's going on is their heart. Yeah. The heart is yeah. in it. It's, yeah. And it really, it really might speak to, uh, you know, a certain group of people or a certain person and then another yeah. movie to someone yeah. else. That's why cre- uh, content creators have to keep creating. We have to keep putting stuff out there. You don't know. It might be something that, that – um, really changes a person's life. You don't know. You just keep creating it out there. Well, when you write a song, how long does it does it come to you right away, the song? Does it come to you, or do you have to, you know, wait on it? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, Most songs are work, a lot, a lot of work. I've had a couple of times where the whole song came through me, and I just have to find a pen and a pen. That doesn't happen often. Um, one of the songs I wrote for a patriotic song for Canada called This Is My Canada took me three months to write. See, right, so right. You, you probably started out with an part. idea, but did it turn out to be the same idea or did it turn out to be a little different than you thought it was going to be? Yeah, my my original idea was to write a song writing all the wonderful 
that, that, that uh, Canada has produced and all the famous people, all the famous actors and singers and, and uh, we've, you know, and, and invented penicillin and uh, Alexander Bell, you know, all these sort of great iconic um, people of, of our country. And I was going to name them all and I got to 30 pages and it was going to be way too long of a song. So it shifted direction where it became a three and a half minute song alluding to the greatness of Canada, to our pioneers, to our beautiful landscapes. So you can find the perfect words, as Randall does with his movie, you do with your book, to create an image in a person's mind. A little phrase can become um, a representational of yeah, the message. Phrase, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the message. You know how to do right. that, you know, right? Yeah, it, so does it, it does unite people. It does unite people. And, it, you know, yeah. you know it, as much as, like we were saying before, as much as, we are different. We're the same, you know. And I think that that's one of the things so people actually for, yeah. forget that it, we're, you know, there's a lot of us that think alike and not in exactly the same. I mean, well, not the same way, but we have some feelings that you know touch us. And then when a song comes yeah. on, we all look at it and remember it a different, you know, a time in our life. And it's so important, you know. And I think that oh, music it takes it, you right to that emotion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because yeah. sometimes you're, you're watching TV and then you go, oh, look at that. You know, they have an old movie, uh, a new movie with an old song. And you're going like, where did that come from? But it fits, you know. Yeah. And so I think that that's, you know, it's not so mm-hmm. easy. It's not that easy to, you know, to think of music sometimes when you're doing a film. But some, but sometimes there are certain words that come but from you songs need that fit. music with yeah. the film. Yes. Right, I think definitely, music yeah. gives the film an, another direction. Just like when I write a song, pictures give my, you know, pictures and moving pictures give my song another dimension. Yeah. Right. Can you imagine yeah. movies without without music and sound effects? You know. Yeah. It's well, that's because right, and and some of them are really incredible. I mean, they really are. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you just yeah. wonder like how this all came to be, and you know, Randall, you've been doing a a lot of directing, and, you know, so when you see this, you know, somebody that writes a song or whatever, this gives you inspiration to go on and make a document. You you know, you I, I, clearly you love documentaries, you know, that's important to you. Well, mm-hmm. I, I, the reason why I do so many documentaries, to be brutally honest, is that they're, they don't cost eight, ten, fifty, a hundred million dollars yeah. to do. So part of, part of, would I like to do a few more movies? Absolutely. Will I? Absolutely. But but a movie it it takes five years to from concept yeah. to to hitting the screen. The project that Jeanette and I want to do once we get funding, we could turn it around really really quickly. We could be in film festivals as early as next year with it, um, yeah. just because the nature of how you do documentaries and the cost of doing documentaries. So um, and already because of 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 you know, my relationship with manufacturers, JVC and Craig Yanagi, like I, I'm testing a 4K camera right now that we could use for the shoot. So parts of the budget for what I want to do on, you know, with Ron, I've already have technology in place to start okay. shooting the documentary. Um, just because of my relationships with like a lens company, you know, Rocket, uh, Rokuion is, you know, they, I've got their lenses here. So, Part of the 
the problems that we have to do documentaries, I already have solutions to them because of, of Great. generous manufacturers and relationships I have with manufacturers like, like JBC and Canon, et cetera. So, but at the end of the day, it's all about funding. And, yeah. and yep. we, we love documentaries. Documentaries change the heart of people yeah. and they call, and and at the end of this documentary that we're going to do we want to have call to actions it's not just an incredible story of of a brother and sister and and the ups and downs it it's a call to action so at the end of what we do we want people to be proactive we want people to go out and do things whether yeah. it's specifically related to the cause we're talking about or to cancer or to dyslexia or it doesn't matter what it is Right. It's a, mm-hmm. We want people to be proactive, not passive. And we're in a very passive society right now, and yeah. and that's you know that's one of the reasons why we do documentaries and you you excite people, you get them to go let's change their hearts, let's go do something, and that's what you know Jeanette and I want to do with this. Right, because and they, you know, and, and people, I had, yeah, people can people, relate. Yeah, yes, definitely. And you know, I think that there's you know. There's a need for this, and I think that, you know, some people, they don't realize how tough it is for some people to, you know, and along with working and doing a lot of different things, people are caregiving Mm -hmm. more now than they ever did before. And I think that, you know, sometimes you look back at the day and you go like, well, where did it go? You know, I mean, I was caregiving with my mother, like I had said to you, you know, I think I emailed you there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I was working and I, you know, we had people coming into the house, but then I learned to do a lot of things myself because I did not want to be where one of them had left. They just said, I think we're going to leave today. And she had her luggage and she was gone. And my sister, I at that time was alive she went she she got uh, petrified and I went we can do this and so I learned how to do yeah. everything so I could do it because I never wanted to be in that position again that there's nobody there I have to do it so I learned how to you know um, right give my mother a shower and do you everything no else that I yeah. you know and yeah. and I did it and you know it's, it is not for everybody I talked about that before a couple of times I think we've had shows like this and it's not for everybody but it's you know, I would never take those years back, and they, you know, I was happy I did it, actually, because I got to know my mother so much better than I think I ever would. Oh, my you, gosh, yeah. You know, don't you agree? I mean, that's what happens, and I think that there are a lot of people that do it, and, you know, and it is tiring, and sometimes you look back, and you, like, I look mm-hmm. back now and go, like, where did I get that time? And, you know, I mean, it just fills your day. So when, yeah, you're wor- think, when you're working, think, and you're exactly. away, you go, you travel, too, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah, a lot. But it's it's exactly it's the um it's a universal uh, even though for my particular brother he has C P and special needs and that sort of stuff, but there's a universal you just mentioned it, a universal helping, caregiving your mother, your your you know, your elderly parents, your your friend who's um you know going under well like people people that were like or anything post traumatic syndrome you know that's exactly you know and that's why you know i i did talk to someone she's going to be coming on she's going to do a documentary on uh ptsd good. you know and i think mm-hmm. that this is a good thing and so funding is a is tough but it's really if people think about it if they you know want to fund something really important these documentaries should be out there that's why we, we, we love doing shows like this. We know there's an audience that's yeah. listening, and, if, and, if, and that's how people have contacted us. You know, the, the documentary that Kristen produced, um, we got funded really quickly because people found out it was about 
about children in the Dominican Republic. I think once people find out that uh, Jeanette and I want to do this particular documentary, we're hoping, you know, just from maybe this radio show that, that someone's yeah. going to go, hey, well, I've got know. some money. You never, know. you never know. You never know. You never know. It's just Unless the you one ask. person. <laughs> right. You know, um, yeah. It, it's interesting. You know, I, I don't know if you saw La La Land, you know, and it really has a lot of different messages in it. And one of the messages was, you know, as far as uh, one of the character, one of the main characters, she did a play and nobody really, there was maybe eight people that showed up. Okay. And she just couldn't break into the business. And then, you know, lo, lo and behold, somebody had, had heard her. <clears throat> Excuse me. There was one person in the audience. And she hired her to do something completely different. So, And it was interesting because she got her career just because one person saw it, and there were only eight people yeah. in the, uh, yeah. while she did the play. Wow. Yeah, what I'm that, looking at are people, people who can relate um, who are either doing the caregiving or people who, you know, whether it's your disabled person or someone with a brain injury or someone who's under, you know, I just had a heart conditions or going through cancer, any of those things, but also the people in the medical field and in the caregiving field who want to say, ah, yes, this this is, you know, you want to, you're by yourself, you know, walking this journey as a caregiver. Here, you need to see this movie lift you up, give you strength again. A lot of people now, I have a different perspective now that I've gone through what I've gone through as a caregiver. And when I meet other people going through their own journeys, caring yeah. for a loved one in whatever capacity, I can share what I've been through, what has inspired me, what has kept me going. And that's how this works. We all help each other. We all reach out a hand to each other to keep keep on keeping on, as they say. That's really what it is. I mean, that is what it's about, keeping on, yeah. you know, because you, don't have a you just don't sometimes. know. You, you know, I mean, nope. there are a lot of people that, are afraid to talk about certain issues. They don't want to come in the air. They don't, and I and I get that right. because I probably would not. You know, I don't even know how I got to be doing shows. You know what I mean? But it's like you don't feel like you want to do that. So, but if they hear a show and then they think, oh, you know what? Maybe you know I should try what they're doing or you know something to that effect, mm. where at least they feel like not so alone because you can get to be very, mm-hmm. feeling very alone when you are you it's know the taking first care thing you of feel, somebody. You're darn right. You think no one can relate, and you feel you're all alone in it. That's the worst yes. part of trying to get your motivation to get up every day and to and do, I, and I think, do what you right, can and for There's so many family. shows. That, the, the thing about it is, you know, they have TV shows. You know, a lot, I watch all of them, you know, the TV shows, the, mm-hmm. you know, with medicine and the hospitals. And the only problem is they sometimes don't delve as much into the patient like they used to always see as all these scenes, which every five minutes, you know, there's blood everywhere. And it is not exactly an emergency. I can't watch that. You know, (laughs) I mean, you know, I've been in emergency rooms uh, with people and also working. I was a lab tech. So, I mean, it doesn't all look like that. And, you know, there was really one good show on. It's called Genius. I don't know if anybody saw it. It's it's really a good show. And the character characters are really thoughtful and they're What's just it called? unbelievable. Yeah, and it's they may take it off the air. That's the thing. See, What's it called? It's, it's genius. Yeah. It's called. It's good. Genius. Okay. Yeah. It's really it. the the guy that is um that is the main character. He, he's just he's a tech guy and he's not even a doctor and he hired all these people that are great doctors to come and try new things. 
you know, and um, it's very interesting. And I think that those are the shows, and it's interesting that that one may go off the air because it doesn't have, you know, all the blood and guts. It has real families and situations, and if he hears of somebody that's very ill, he goes and finds them and wants to bring them. So, you know, and that is such a help for people to watch that because they they delve into some very serious issues, which is, you know, it's hard. People sometimes they don't want to see it. That's, you know, I even told, I think I mentioned this before, when I have shows like breast cancer or whatever, sometimes the audience isn't as active as it is with other shows because people want to forget this is what's happening, but it's not. This is what's happening. So many things like that. Yeah, so if this angle is about reaching out to other people doing caregiving and giving a voice to those who don't have a voice and how to navigate through the system, how to, how to stay strong, how to stay inspired, how to, you know, share what, what you've learned through that, how to give people nuggets. I mean, if, if you're doing a documentary and giving people tools and resources for how they can maybe take some of that into their own lives and keep going, and it, or give it, you know, the documentary goes to caregivers or hospital staff to sensitize them to yeah. to uh, how families have to uh, deal with their loved ones in someone else's hands and all that sort of stuff. I think there's a real um, teaching element to this and learning element to what Randall is, you know, is coming is um, developing. Yeah, I think so because you know, I think you know, getting a name like like he does out there for himself as far as what he does. I mean, and he's mm-hmm. right. You know, it's the same thing with books. You know, if you go to the let's say if you go to the major publishers, it's going to be like maybe f- three years till you get your book out, and that's why you know mm-hmm. people are they go like, oh, people are independently publishing and they're not the books aren't good. That's not true at all. They just don't want to wait three years. And you, know, first you, you have go. to get an agent, and if you get an agent, then you have to go. The agent has to go and find a publisher, and then that's another mm. few years. So I mean, so like, mm-hmm. if you yeah. do a documentary, you get that out, you know, and the the message yep. is out. You know, well, otherwise you're going to wait. An independent, yeah, yeah. I've always been an yeah. independent recording artist because when yeah. I was ready to put the money together to put my CDs out, then I had control of you know where it could go and at the rate that I needed and, and how I wanted to, it to, to, um, to yeah, be Yeah, and to I think people, right, and, and they don't get will. that part of it, and that is why mm-hmm. people do documentaries. They do the GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. They try all these things now because they at least will get out there. Otherwise, you could wait 10 mm-hmm. years and nothing will happen. Exactly. Which Randall knows. And, 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 and this business, Randall yeah. knows in the movie business, it, it could take, oh, my God, you know, and yeah. – so even when I'm watching a movie, sometimes I go like, oh, this was done a long time ago, or this was written a long time ago, you can, <laughs> you can tell, tell by the words, yeah. you know. Yeah. You, you know. Exactly. You go like, really? Because you, know, you got to work hard to make it look like now if you wrote it 20 years ago. You know, yeah. and, but you can tell sometimes. So I think that Randall's way of doing this, you know, and Randall, you know, he does go on a lot of shows, which is a good thing. Because people that normally wouldn't get to hear about the things that he does now get to hear about the things, and he shares. And so I think people feel closer now to the part where they're they're watching somebody like Randall, who had started you know several years ago, and he continues his career, and but he still has time to talk to everybody. I think people have a craving nowadays for real and authentic. You know, I yeah. really think the time has come exactly, Randall. I think you are, you know, on the right. You bet you're ahead of the game anyway, because you're yeah. ahead of it with uh, <laughs> HDTV to start with. 
you know. Yeah. You know, and and I think people will, you know, so there's so many networks out there now to do it with, like, you know, as far as like any, mm-hmm. you know, it used to be just the radio, the, the TV stations, but now, the you know, is, there's yeah. so much going on Amazon. They have their own movies, you know, they have, you know, everything, you know, with iTunes, mm-hmm. they have Netflix. I mean, there are a lot of things now that people never had at their fingertips, and they do. They just yeah, have to go out and do it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, but doesn't mean it's all quality stuff either. So no, that's, that's where the, you come well, that's in the with other something. thing. Yeah, that's the other thing, right? <laughs> that part, yes, that is the other thing. <laughs> but you know, but in be- but you know what? In between it all, there are quality pieces. You know, it was mm-hmm. funny. Somebody just a few minutes before the show, they were Facebooking someone, uh, something out there, and um, actually it was Sammy Montana. He was on my show. He was a, he also was a producer, director. Now he didn't wasn't a director. He's a you know an agent, but. Uh, he was on my show, but he put out that sometimes it's really nice to see something on Netflix that you don't expect to be great is. So I had seen a couple movies, so I added a couple movies that I saw over the holiday that were small movies but were really good, and they were on Netflix. Mm-hmm. You never, they, they never would have been out before, ever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, and I they, think they were really good. And, yeah, yeah, things of quality and with heart and authentically written and yeah. and being honest to the subject. I think people really resonate, and I think they're they're craving that more than ever. Yeah, the authentic experience that they talk about that in marketing and tourism all the time now, right? People want an authentic experience. I think documentaries is very close to that. Yes, and I think that that you know mm-hmm. that Randall, you know, I think that you know he picks very interesting subjects, you know, and I think that you know. You you go out of town, so how do you, you know, when you're out of town, you're probably calling in to the facility mm-hmm. where your brother is. That's it, that's the good thing about the phone, too, though. You can find out everything immediately. Oh, and I have a, a line email. I think we missed that. Hey? Uh-huh. Randall, did you hear that or no? Did you hear that? No, she cut it. No, she I didn't hear that. You, you, can repeat, you want to repeat it? That, yeah, yeah, this, you know, that's what happens sometimes. Yeah, I had an email address to the charge nurse as well, and I wrote to her about all my list of things. Because I'm in Ottawa. Actually, I've been recording. Um, yeah. So you haven't, right. So but you're just keeping in touch, and that's what the good yeah, thing is. Yeah, so you I know, write to you know, her, and I list, I list all the, the things that I need to find out about it. It's like, oh, I've been walking this together. Five years now. He had a scene. He went into care at St. Joe's in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, with uh, double pneumonia for aspiration. And, and for five years now, he's been battling. He started out at 50 pounds. He's now 90 mm. pounds. I call him my chunky monkey. But this wow. little fella, who is, you know, uh, very, very, um, has special needs, uh, both mentally and physically as well, who's been. Um, his battle with all the different things going on in this hospital 24-7, but has the biggest smile you've ever seen in your entire life and will beam his yeah. face right off the planet. We've agreed there's nobody who smiles more than him. Yeah. From what I understand, uh, Randall and I worked together back in the 80s on that wonderful show that he did called Starboy. He started, he, he, we stumbled upon each other on Facebook and he learned about Ronald and started to follow Ronald's journey, which is quite a remarkable journey. Um, yeah. after everything that he's been through um, to be able to just keeps on keeping on and keeps on going and I had to navigate 
You often medical wonder system. how a person has, you know, to just keep them going, you know, and sometimes oh, you just... He's got a spirit, indomitable. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, you have to have a spirit. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but at the end of the day, he is inspiring. And that's why oh God, this yeah. documentary is so important to be yeah. told, is that, yeah. you yeah. know, I whine about, oh, I didn't have a really good bottle of wine last night, or, <laughs> yeah. or you know, my friend across the street, they didn't get their new truck. And, and we whine and complain about our lives day in and day out, and we are so blessed. I want to tell this yeah. story to show the spirit of this man, yeah. to see yeah. what he faces day in and day out, what his sister yeah. faces day in and out, and how strong they are, how inspiring they are. Story like that need to be told and what's brilliant about today's technology is that my one degree of separation is once we do this we can blast it out to the world to the right. world that's right well, yeah, because, right, because, right there, i mean this is, this, 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 right this is something that people have cerebral palsy i mean this is not new so i mean there so, are people but, everywhere but that have it, it, and uh, yeah the point I'm making is that it's a story. It, this, we're using this as the story to tell an inspiring story. And as you said, it could exactly. be any affliction. Yes, but right. at the end yes. of the day, like last night, I watched three hours of TV, plugged in, Kristen plugged our, you know, our portable computer into our TV, and we watched on our high-definition HDTV programs that came off the computer. So where I look at this documentary, I believe that once oh, yeah. we do it and we reach out to the world through social networking, everybody will watch it because it's an inspiring story and we need inspiring stories. Well, right, and, and We're, people can do this now. I mean, they really can. I mean, that's the technology that allows this to happen. So they don't yep. have to, you know, they can watch it in their home. And I think that that's the Documentaries the aren't limited anymore, yeah, to a small yeah, audience. Yeah, it's worldwide yeah. And it, Right, exactly. And, you know, with, you know, being on, you know, Amazon has picked up a lot of things and there's so much going on now. That's why I feel that, you know, sometimes when I'm listening to people, you know, because I remember when I like was writing books and screenplays, you could, you know, you couldn't do certain things, and everything was had to be in a certain way. And now it's so open, and people they're complaining, but they don't realize what it was to get like 50 rejection letters, and your book, even though it was a good book, was never going to get out there. It was going to sit in a drawer, and now it can get out there, and movies can get out there. So I think for all the young filmmakers, the the people that are songwriters that are authors they can get out now and really have success where years ago it was quite limited you know well, you were limited was. by gatekeepers right yeah 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 yeah, oh, yeah. You were limited I, I was listen i was an agent a literary agent there for wga yep. and i tried so i had such good people writing oh I, I you know they were really great authors they gave up you know, because they weren't known and nobody wanted them. And it's such a shame. You know, or a lot people of them didn't know they wanted them. Yeah. That's and as soon as all of the markets change now, you're yeah. seeing so much. Like when you see a movie now, it's usually from a book. And it may be from a book that wasn't published by the big six. It could have just been somebody yeah. found the book and liked it. Same with the script. Or based on a true story. Yep. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And that's and that's what makes it different, you know, and I think when they don't realize now that that does, you know, it, I feel bad because they just they're, they're talking about 
things that they have no idea about and they you know i've been trying now to give good advice having people on that are giving the best advice because i think a lot of people out there are not getting good advice and um they like you said some of their projects aren't that good and they yeah they are crowding the market that's the problem they've crowded the market and you know but i think a lot of them are um, ending their careers because they realize they're not making the money that they thought they would make this is hard to make money with this you know uh, type of you know you can't do everything for money you want to make money but you also sometimes have to do things just because you think it's the right thing to do and if it's a good story because you're compelled yeah 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 or because it's in your heart it's because it's what you think you're made to do you know during your journey on this earth is that you've you've got to um, get that message out there. You don't know who it's going to touch. You don't know how. No. You know that you've got to put that message out. And 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 Randall has been talking to me. To me, to be quite honest, what I'm doing with Ron is just kind of natural. And it's my brother, and he can't yeah. speak for himself. So I'm going to go. Yeah, no big deal. But then right. Randall comes in. And he goes, "Do you realize? You know, it's not just people with CP, but anybody who can't speak yeah. for themselves because of a yeah. an injury or an accident or something like that, or they've got Alzheimer's and dementia, which is a huge thing right now. There's a whole oh, that's, that's a universe huge, right. of people. Yeah. Yes. yeah, there's yeah. a whole universe of people needing. And I think people don't realize that sometimes, unless you've seen this for yourself. Yeah. Exactly. It's what I'm saying. Sometimes people exactly. should maybe take, get, maybe go look at, at a center where people are having, you know, caregiving facility. That you, when you are there, then you say to yourself, nothing is any. You know, you watch, you, you're like you're, mm-hmm. like you're complaining about nothing because you're looking at everybody. You know, and I you're realize saying that, but, that you are lucky. You know. Yeah, I but know. But people, that's but what usually, they need to think a little happens. bit about. Yeah. But usually that only happens when it either happens to you, when it affects your life, yeah. and either you've, it's happened to you or it's happened to a loved one or happened to someone that you care for. Then that's how your eyes get opened and your heart gets open and you and you realize, you know, um, the importance. Or you have, or you have filmmakers like Randall who's going to bring it like out Randall, to people. Exactly. Right. I mean, that's yes. what we need is people out there yep. that are going to put – you know, put it in front of people that maybe wouldn't have seen it before, and then they're going yeah. to feel like, you know what, maybe I can do something to help. Yeah, and I think people need that lift right now. I think it, there's so much going on in this world that this is part yeah. of, you know, I say my mission or my calling and why I like to write songs of of support and 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 inspirational messages and get that out to people because people are getting weary. No, all the time they've been weary, but they they need that um, whole support. Yeah, and I think one of the other things is, right, right, and I think one of the other things is, you know, when you go to like a movie or read a book or whatever, it does make you feel better sometimes, you know, and so I think people need to see a lot of things and also go and enjoy and relax because, you know, sometimes, you know, you're, they're not relaxing. You know, you really don't know what's in somebody's life. I know, you know, I've said this a million times, but I know from my grandmother's, I lived this, my life the same way by thinking that you don't want what someone else has. You don't know what they have. You could look at someone and think everything is perfect, but usually it's not. Yeah. Well, look at me. I, I go out there. I'm known in my area. Oh, yeah. They probably have no idea. They probably have no idea. Inspirational they don't know singer. You, right. you know, yeah. Happy, peppy, you know, um, perky, whatever you want to want to say. High energy, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. I've got a brother, you know, that I've been battling for. And I've got a daughter who's just come through 
um, two years of cancer treatments, and right now and they don't know. God, they don't she's know. in remission. But you thank know, God. you can either lie down and and yep. what I did, I was depressed yep. for a while, and and just stay in bed and was no good to anybody, or I can just yep. slowly take one step, you know, at a time. Yeah. And stand up. And here's something that came up that I thought of the other day. Sometimes when you're the caregiver, sometimes you need to stand and shine or stand and be strong enough for the two of you. And I was letting my brother and my daughter down by curling into a ball. Yeah. And yeah. woe is me. And, I, you know, I don't think I can go on or whatever. You know, you get, you're human, right? Nobody well, everybody does, blah, right, blah, blah. right. Everybody has days yeah. like that, right, right. They, they listen, and that that's normal, you know, but to yeah. every, you know, to know that you have somebody that you're caregiving, it's a responsibility, and to take it on is really a wonderful thing, you know, because not everybody, but, not everybody can do it. Yeah. You know, and I, I realize no, no, that, it's true. that it's not. No, it's, it's, it's not. absolutely true. But those and you can't be mad at people. You can't be mad at people. And I, I know sometimes no. they go, well, like, oh, this one should have done that, and this brother or sister yeah. should have done that. But you know what? It, yeah. you can't do that because it, it may yeah. not be. They just can't. You know, some people yeah. really can't do it. You no, know, and I, it, I'm so, you know, I'm and so others can. But those who are doing it, you know, who, who need that extra little lift, like I said. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lift. You know, right. For you know, both and of us when you can. Right. Here I you am. know, and then you the know? other thing is, you know, and I, I think I'm going to do a show like this in a few weeks where, you know, sometimes um, women or men that have do a lot for their families and do things, and sometimes they never do anything for themselves. So I think I'm going to probably have that kind of discussion where, oh, me, where sometimes they, that sometimes like even going to the gym because I had emailed somebody yeah. and we were talking about that because somebody said oh she felt good you know but she's trying to get out and so I think that there are a lot of people that are caregiving that don't do anything for themselves so I think when they hear this you know and they see that someone like you who is keeps going on with everything else you know it's that they can at least find some part of the day to do something good for themselves so they don't get depressed right and so that they they have to realize that they're being strong enough for both of them when the other person can't be strong at that time you know that's all about the caring for each other and helping each other and standing the other one can't in the beginning i used to think well oh no no it's not about me and i would never take anything in because it was all about my daughter and my brother but but you do but some of it yeah all the hard times you know, yeah. I've got my health, I've got my mobility, and but still, you're human and and you crush. Well, the caregiver, the caregiver does have time. They, crushed. they, right? They, yeah. There's a time sometimes when they have to just take a breath, you know, and, yeah. um, and that's okay. one of the, you know, yeah, and not yeah. feel it, guilty that you're right. You know, and you're, that's you're the point. Taking right. care of yourself. Yeah. yeah, but you know, you've done a lot these last few years, but you've also, you know, continued on with your career, which is. Terrific. I mean, you know, and I'm sure there are days when you say, like, where did I get the hours? You know, there's only 24 hours in a day. I came to a point. I think, think Randall, I I think that you picked a a subject that, you know, is really going to help other people, you know, and I think that this is going to really be something that's going to be really good because there's a lot of, you know, things to discuss in your documentary because you've been doing this for a long while. This didn't just happen. How many years are you doing this? Oh, doing documentaries? Jeanette. Yeah, well, no, Gosh. I know about you, but Jeanette, Jeanette's been doing this for years, so I think that you've got a lot to cover. 
with this. Yeah, it, it, this at the end of the day, Jeanette's story, uh, what she's doing it to to balance her life with her daughter, with her brother, with her career, yes. what Ron has had to endure for years and years, this is an inspiring story. This yes, is a story that so. needs to be told because there, yeah. there are hundreds and hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people that are going through the same sort of journey yes. and they yeah. feel helpless. They feel, uh, they feel, you know, they, they, they're just tied into knots. And to have a story that is uplifting that says, yes, we all have problems and yeah. here's how we yeah. deal with them. It, you know, it's a, it's, it, and at the end of the day, I want it to be educational is that if people are in a, this dark, dark place, place they can see something and they go there is light at the end of the tunnel there is hope there is there is there is a way that 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 they can, I can handle move this forward. that they can handle and this the, right and, and, and as and as Jeanette said we also need to shine a very very bright light on on the support staff the people that that day in and day out work and help these people they oh my need, god they, yes. their story needs to be part of of the story oh so that, that's a huge you know, the, story that's a big yeah. story yes yeah, this, so this has many, many levels. Yeah, I, well, I mean, they do. Randall, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it's it's true. You know, and, and I remember when my mother, you know, was in a nursing home for a while, and I used to come there every day, and, you know, she wanted her clothes picked out, so I picked out every day, and the days if it was going to snow, I put the uh, thing like Monday, Tuesday, you know, because she wanted her what to wear, you know. and But the people yeah. that were there, and if I wasn't there, you know, I knew that the people that were working in the kitchen, they I they always said, Don't worry about it, we'll take care of it. we know what your mother wants, you know. And they were so wonderful. Like I, there was a few of us a couple of us that for Christmas time we had we brought, you know, food in and trays and they said for all the people and they go for us, I go, Of course for you, you're the kitchen help, you're all the people that make this place work. Definitely it's You're you. lucky because a lot of people have their loved ones in places that don't pay attention to the little dignities and the little things like that, yeah. you know? Well, no, I, yeah, right. It's hard to find, but when you do find a place, yes, you should be. It was wonderful, yeah. and they were terrific. Yeah. But, of course, I was there mm-hmm. every day, you know, and I remember yeah. that, you know. And, and I bet but, you didn't consider yourself a hero, but you were a no, hero. No, not really. Mom. I just did it. I just right? did it because I wanted to make yeah. sure everything was okay, you know, and yeah. um, it was. But then sometimes my mother would say to me, you should see what happens when you're not here. I'm going like, okay, all right, you know, but yeah. listen, it, nothing is perfect, you know. I mean, I worked in hospitals too. There's not, you know, there's nothing perfect, but you have to hope for the best, no. you know, and when you do yeah. have good and caregivers. They should mm-hmm. be paid well, and unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's one of the problems. You know, if you mm-hmm. don't pay people well, they won't stay. You need good yeah. caregivers in the but in if, the facility. Yeah, but if Randall does this inspiring movie that you know the concept that that he has, then people who are doing it as a calling, not for the money, are going to yep. you know be refreshed or feel strengthened again by going. Yeah, he gets it. That's exactly why I'm right, here. Right. That's what right. I needed so I can keep going and doing this because it's the right thing to do. You write the right, the right thing, but you do is. feel good at the end of the day that you've done it. I don't feel ever sorry yeah. that I did what I did, yep. and I'm Me sure too. you won't either. Yep. No, you don't. Yeah, because yeah, my career just has do it. had to go on hold. Yeah, and you just do it, and my music will go where it needs to go when it needs to go. Because right. if, you know, my belief, yeah. I'm, I'm a woman of faith, so my belief is that if I take care of God's business, God's going to take care of me. And yeah. that's, what's, that's what's happening. 
And I but do I, think, and, you and know, I, what, I think, though, when, when you're going through things like that, I do think people, you know, even in the hospitals, they go into the chapels and, you know, yep. um, it doesn't matter. You oh. know, this is a part where people, everybody comes together. I know that when my sister mm-hmm. was really sick, I, I didn't know what to do half the time, so I would go into the chapel. They didn't have, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm Jewish, but they didn't have any, but it didn't matter yep. because I went yeah. there and just sat there. I didn't know what else to do. And I think people, mm-hmm. when they don't know what to do, they do, sometimes that's what they do. They go and that's they're hard, hoping. Yeah. And it, it does yeah. become inspiring, you know, to, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like somebody's helping you. Mm-hmm. No matter where, part what, of what the religion. Tools, yeah. Yes, exactly. You know, and that's I think that that's what tools. puts people to, that's yeah. why you'll probably be able to handle this as much as you can because your music tells what you're thinking well, from your heart. God, I have to say God and, and my music, I mean, and my and my friends who always, I have my own little toolkit. I could probably write a little chapter in a book somewhere about, about you know, help me pull through all of this. But yeah. absolutely, um, that was a big part of my keeping it together and not cracking in too. Yeah, I think that that's right, and I'm sure that Randall will, you know, do a great job with this. Randall, this has been really a, a very interesting hour of, you know, because I think this is an important, you know, subject, you know, well, getting yeah, out there and, is, yeah, for people. It is it, 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 very important, and, and what I want people to go away with is, is I want to tell the Jeanette and Ron story as a thank you to the people that do the day in and day out Work. Yeah, and so that, so it's 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 almost and it sounds corny, but it's almost like going to be no, a love not. letter to them, yeah. Um, yeah, it's not. because I, I believe that when they go home and they plug in the, this documentary and they watch it, they see it's not about them, but it is about them, and they can look at it and go, someone recognizes what we do, someone yeah. appreciates so what we do, and yeah. this is and and this is Jeanette's way, Ron's way, especially Ron's way, I might add, and my way yeah. of thanking mm-hmm. them. Yes, I think it's a great. Absolutely, Randall. And you know, please, uh, you know, I would love to have both of you back to, as we as you develop, keep going on this because we can. The more we talk about it, the better it will be. So I think um, for people, you know, this has been a very interesting, uh, you know, hour. So I, I want to thank you so much, Jeanette. Is there anything you want to say, you know, or where, maybe we should say your websites and where they can find you? Yeah. Well, uh, first of all, I want to thank for taking an interest. You, we Marcia, just for, uh, oh, for thank your you. I think interest. we got half of it. Okay, we we missed part of it, but I think we were, yes, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I was thanking Randall for, for yes. his interest in my brother's story, and thank you for, for giving us well, the opportunity he, you know, to I, express. I'm always interested to do this because I feel mm-hmm. like these are important issues, you know, and at the end of, of the day. Yeah. Oh, I, I agree. And yes, I will be doing absolutely. more of these shows. Yeah, I definitely feel Wonderful. that this is important Wonderful. right now. And Randall? Well, I'm I'm just honored to to be here and to have the opportunity to, to work with with people like Ron and people like Jeanette. And I'm yeah, again be, yeah. at the end of the at the end of the day, it's funding. Uh, you know, that's the yeah. big thing that we're trying to find is is uh, and what we call as an angel that yes. will come yeah. and say, I believe in what 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 you guys want to do, and let me let me help you. And that's that's what yeah. we're looking for right now. And that I is think what it is, a right? Market for that now. You know, I think so. I, you just, know, what? I think yeah, you know think when you realize how much money people yeah. spend on things that I, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying they're mm-hmm. unimportant, but I am saying they're unimportant. <laughs> so I, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, but you know, when you really think about it, this is something that can go on for years. Of 
a project that's a documentary can be seen for years and years, you know, and mm-hmm. very helpful. So I think that, mm-hmm. you know, that would be nice if some angels could pick this up, right? You know, we could just get some angels. I mean, there are angels out there. I guess I've been watching too many Lifetime movies, but I think there are. <laughs> I think there are a lot of angels. I've come across a few in this trial. Yeah, we have to believe that, that to keep going. I know. That's how, that is Absolutely. how we keep going. That, you know, Absolutely. And I want to thank you both very much, and you're always thank welcome. You. Randall, too, you know, and Jeanette, if you want to just come on the show to talk about writing, feel free to do that. Let me know. Oh, you know, I know cool. you. You know, and Randall, any subject, you know this, I'm ready, because I I enjoy, you know, doing different subjects because I think you learn from that. I think this is how, you know, this is a good thing about podcasting is that everybody can hear these things now at any time. This is just... Again, thank you so much for having us on. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, and Happy New Year to everybody. Thank happy you. New Year. Happy New Year, Randall. Happy New That's Year. That's right. Happy, Thank happy, you. healthy, healthy Goodbye. one. Healthy. All right. Take yes, care. Yes, healthy Bye-bye. one. Absolutely. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.